Broadcasting from atop the Hensler Financial Building in the heart of Georgia's financial district, Kennesaw, Georgia, this is Money Talks. And we're back. It's Money Talks. I, I thought this would be a good intro given we were talking about phones with long cords and, you know. <laughs> This you is know, a throwback. You know what I'm saying? This is when throwback. you had to go change the channel. Dad yeah. said, turn on the Jeffersons, you know. Yeah. I had to go two, do it. So. I had two older brothers, so I was named remote control for <laughs> probably the first 10 years of my RC, life. RC, I like it. No, that was you right. had to move the antennas. You oh, know, yeah. Sometimes you had to hang on to it. If the reception wasn't real good, if if you stood there and held it, the, the TV came in. You try to explain that to kids nowadays. Yeah. They're like, what are you talking about? Yeah, what? something's wrong with you. What are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. A different time for sure. Yep, absolutely. Okay. Okay, but look, before we take, uh, uh, is it is it Ed's? Ed yeah, Kelly? Ed yeah. Kelly's got a We should question. send him a bill, by the way, but that's <laughs> we're not going to do it. We're, we're not going to do it. He's a good friend. He is a good friend, and he yeah. loves to ask questions. And we, we love him, yep. so keep sending them, Ed. But before we do that, we, we were talking about the uh, S&P 500. Sure. And it's performed pretty well this year, right? It has, yeah. It's up 10%, like we talked. All right, so 10%. And you asked me the question, how many of the stocks in the S&P 500? Well, first of all, trick question. How many stocks are in the S&P 500? Well, there's 505 at the moment, if you look. But it's a lot of it is like dual class It's not class really 500? Shares. It's not. Sometimes it's 499. <laughs> Most of the time it's 500. I thought it was a trick question. <laughs> There's the actually multiple way. share classes on certain companies, oh, and you okay. wind well, up with. Oh, that doesn't count. There's 500. Okay. We'll just make it simple. <laughs> Stole my thunder. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> anyway, how many of those stocks? Let's just call it 500. Okay. <laughs> Never ask a question you don't know the answer to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, how many of those stocks are down this year? You asked me. Yes, and I, I don't know. I took a wag at it, and I couldn't believe how many stocks. So yeah. Tell me how. Tell them. Tell it's them. Thirty-two percent of the individual companies within the S and P 500 are negative at the moment, which is 162 companies actually have a negative return while the overall index is up 10 percent. So, what does this matter? Well, we had a question this week about tax loss harvesting, and uh, just as well read through that particular question before we dive too deeply into this. If only I could find my questions. Here we go. Uh, so we've got it here. Um, um, with uh, Here we go. Where in the world am I going to find this question? There we go. Uh, Christine <laughs> and Oren from Marietta with two upcoming tax deadlines. My CPA asked us if we were doing any tax loss harvesting. Uh, is there any stock in the S&P 500 with a loss year to date? Obviously, you know the answer at this point. Uh, the index is still up more than 8%. If you add the dividend, it's up over 10%. Uh, can anyone harvest losses, and uh, is it worth doing before the year end? Well, you can harvest losses in your taxable account, so your IRA is out of play here. But uh, it, it, here, here's the thing that happens. Uh, you've got the S&P 500 up 10%. You're investing passively, which is a very uh, a popular way to invest these days. You buy an exchange-traded fund that's got just the S&P 500. You're up 10% in your taxable account, and guess what? You couldn't take any benefit from the from the losses that are in that account. Now, you might say, well, a loss in my account is actually going to pull down the return. Of course it does. It pulls down the return of the S&P 500, but still overall you're up 10%. Most active funds stay relatively close to that index if that is what they're indexing to. So uh, just say, for instance, you're up 10, 
say it's a nine and a half percent on the S&P 500. You've got the opportunity within your portfolio to go in and, and take losses on those individual stocks that do have a loss. You, you sell it. So you've actually realized the loss at this point, which is when the IRS allows you to take that discount. You sit out of that stock for 31 days. If it's something you still want to hold when you, when you uh, rebalance your portfolio 31 days later. And why do I say 31 days, Shauna? It's a wash Tax sale wash rule. Sale row, right. Yeah. So the, the IRS doesn't allow you to sell it today, take the loss and buy it back tomorrow. What you have to do is sit on the sidelines or not own that stock for at least 31 days. So uh, when you take that, you can actually still have your gain and you can have the benefit of a loss on your taxes, which lowers your tax bill when you have to pay it next April or uh, right. the deadline, ultimate deadline, like uh, the story says, is coming up October 15th of this year. Uh, so uh, when, when you do it like that, when you buy individual stocks, an actively managed portfolio, it actually allows you the, the tax And it's benefits. never counted in the performance. Uh, right. It's never counted because at the end of the day, it's not – what the return is, is how much did you keep after taxes? Right. And who do you know? I wish that we could, but we don't report performance right. on an after-tax basis. So, you know, the, the other way that your portfolio would be impacted during the year is if you rebalance your portfolio, you've got a stock that ran way above its uh, allotted weight, and now you have realized that gain. If you had losses where you could could harvest those <clears throat> and, and uh, when you sell it, you you get to offset that gain that you've you've taken. So uh, one of the ways, and we like to point them out, uh, where active management of a portfolio actually benefits the end user, especially those that are investing in a taxable manner. So using a brokerage account to invest your money. Um, or trusts. Yeah, 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 trusts. Uh, uh, some of the things that we were talking about, you know, these family foundations, they, they get, they don't, they don't have as as much of an issue, but uh, no. you know, yeah. but but with a uh, with a trust, any sort of a taxable account might be a corporate account. Who but knows? you can move the appreciation over from the one that's run so, up and then take a loss and you right. avoided the gain altogether, exactly. and then you have yeah. a net loss. Right. Yes, absolutely. So just out of curiosity, of the 32 percent, how many of them were large cap? Any idea? Uh, well, it's the S&P 500. Almost all, all of them, them are going to be large cap. Well, okay, maybe I should say that differently. High quality. High I apologize. Quality. Yeah, I there's, said. there's a few. But I, it, let me just read down some of the names that I note that are all negative this year. Foot Locker, which has yeah, been kind right. of a retail yeah. issue. Under Armour, which is a very popular company. Kroger, down 34, That's Amazon. 35%. Wow. Uh, well, it might be time home. to look at that stock. Man, I tell you what. <laughs> that might be time to look at that stock. <laughs> yeah. Kroger's business is, a, I mean, is an easy one to understand. Yeah. But some of these other retailers, AutoZone, O'Reilly Auto, um, you know, both are down around 28%. General Electric, uh, down 21 and three quarter percent. GE. Uh, Harley Davidson. There's some good names in there. Target, down 16.5%. I mean, if you own Target, Definitely a, a one of the high quality companies. Uh, you you could benefit from that loss. Yeah. So I mean, you so you were sitting here talking about hey the market's overvalued, mm-hmm. blah blah blah. Well, right. okay. As a whole, sure. The answer to that is yes. Right. But you have an opportunity if you think Harley Davidson is an icon and it's going to make money over the next ten years. Here's down how much? Nineteen and a half percent. So why would you not sell? A stock over here that's up 30%. Right. I sure. mean, if you feel it's overvalued, yeah. and rebalance the portfolio. No one's sitting here saying sell out of stocks. No. Right. 
But why don't we do some homework sure. and actually get some? And I'm actually asking you the question. Yeah, no, you <laughs> I'm just no, kidding. You want you. Me, you want <laughs> why don't you? Yeah, why don't you? you? <laughs> He's reading yeah. about fish bowls. I'm just you kidding. Can, uh, <laughs> no. I mean, some no, of the but you, you get my. And I'm only sure. You know, no, I'm absolutely. teasing you. I, sure. I know you guys are down there pounding it out every day. Yeah. But uh, 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 that's the sort of from a high level point of view first. Now is the time to free up liquidity. Yeah. I understand you're going to be selling stocks that may be paying you 3 or 4% in dividends. Sure. To go put it where, Bill? Yeah. In money market or CD, earning me sure. one. Yeah. It's a return of principle we're, we're worried about. So if you need money out of your portfolio, our rule is in the next 10 years. Can't be in stocks. No. Just go back to 08. That'll sure. tell you why right there. Right. And then yep. 01, you know. Right. So uh, you, that's just our hard and fast rule. And that's how we kind of create the asset allocation. Instead of, hey, you're 60, you should have 60% in bonds and 40% in stocks right. or whatever, the, you know, hocus pocus. Yeah. Your spending is different. I don't have one client's portfolio that looks exactly the same as another. No. It does not. It can't be. They're different ages. They have different withdrawal rates. Different they, asset levels. Absolutely. Different spending habits. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, look, okay, <clears throat> if you have $10 million and you're getting 2% on the portfolio, how much is that? 200 grand? Sure. If you spend a hundred grand, well, how much liquidity need do you have? None. Right. Mm-hmm. You're generating two hundred grand in cash flow. Sure. So right. why would I own a bond? I wouldn't. It's no point. Now you tell that to a person who's sixty-five years old and has ten million dollars. Right. Yeah, they're not going to do that. Right. It's not the. It's not. I shouldn't say prudent. It is not the uh, sleep tight factor. Sure. So you start with the ten-year rule, and then you sit back and say, "Can I really sleep?" With that yeah. portfolio? With it's it's the risk right. question. And, and right. it's not just your ability to take risk. It's also your willingness. Absolutely. And that's what you're talking about. Why, I mean, why would a person whose who's, uh, spending is totally covered by the dividend and paid on their their uh, assets, why would they take any No, absolutely. Risk? Listen, and, 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 right. um, if okay. you didn't read my article in the Marietta Daily Journal this week, it's really on. that We're, we're running up against the 10-year horizon here, where mm-hmm. I shouldn't say horizon, but from the top. Mm-hmm. To where you know it's ten years ago, right? When October 9th, I think, um, yeah, would be ten years, right? Two thousand seven. So it's ten yep. years from the Great Recession, and what the difference would have been throwing all your money into the beginning versus dollar cost averaging. And I always get this argument: Well, if you don't leave, if you don't throw it all in at one time, you'll miss out. And that, to some degree, that is true. But you would have had fifty nine months. Was it fifty nine, Kelly Lynn? Somewhere in that. Don't quote me. Fifty nine months. Of being upside down if you'd thrown it all in October 9th, sure. 2007. Mm-hmm. I'm not telling you you didn't have good returns at the end of that. Right. What I'm telling you is, is I don't know too many clients that are basically going to lose money for five years yeah, and not, not want to do something. Not right. question what you're doing, right? Right. right. So if you dollar cost averaged annually, one time, is that right? Help me out. I forget. Yeah, annually. Annually. It's a, it's a then effectively, it was like 24 months. Right. Well, that's why. Right. Yeah. I mean, listen, when times are like this, everybody's having a good time. Sure. Right? Oh, yeah. the market's up, whatever. I mean, it's Easy crazy. Easy to throw there's... rocks at the, at the uh, active absolutely. investor, too. Yeah, we'll see you when the market starts going down. Right. You know, that's the that's the part where you have to actually, ooh, I just got my statement, and it says I'm down 30%. Yeah. You know, I don't care if it's a hundred grand or a million dollars. That's real money. Yeah. If that's absolutely. all the money you have, that's where we actually earn our fee, because sure. we talk you off the ledge. We go back to the financial plan. Remember, this is what we said. This is how much you're spending. This is why we have it the way it is. 
And, and this is what your bond portfolio looks like that we talked to you about, avoiding that volatility in the stock market right. altogether. And this is the only place that you're going to spend your money for the next 10 years. Right. So, or until there's a right. recovery. Yeah. So it has a, I mean, it, it, and there is some comfort factor understanding sure. the buckets that you have available to you. Absolutely. Now, if you got more money than God, then, I mean, yes, we still do the 10-year rule planning, but then that's not reality. Right. And you start doing things a little differently because, sure. you know, yeah. it just is what it is. I didn't mean to get oh, got off on a tangent. Dollar bill. What's wrong with you? <laughs> so, so how do they get a hold of us? I don't even know. Do they we have a phone number? We, we, we are horrible at marketing. We, were just we paid our utility bill. At marketing. <laughs> we don't have a mobile phone. We have we have Corded just a regular phone? business okay. phone. It's connected to the wall. Just okay, like okay. we were talking So about. you could call us at 770-429-9166. That's 770-429-9166. Now, if you got questions, like Ed here, uh, you can email us at drgene at hensler.com. That's H-E-N-S-S-L-E-R.com. And if you want to leave a, a live message, I guess it would be recorded. If you It'd want be to, recorded, Okay, yeah. a, a live recorded message, <laughs> it's 855-429-9166. That's 855-429-9166, and we'll answer your questions next week. There you go. And we get tons of these emails. So Absolutely. So uh, Ed Kelly, as you said, has emailed us, and uh, he asks, what do the Hensler folks think of technical analysis and chartists and all that? Is uh, there any actual legitimate studies that have ever shown that there's any value to it? Um, I'll tell you this. Almost all algorithmic trading these days is done using a Fibonacci retracement. Now, what does that mean? It's is that a flux whoa, capacitor. It's, it's, whoa, a, a it's, it's a big Fibonacci. word. It's a big word. Did and, you just and cuss at me? I did not. No, this okay. this guy back <laughs> centuries ago came up with a notion, and he used the the uh, multiplication of rabbits to uh, describe how these numbers all work. <laughs> I'm not going to go too deeply into that. That almost sounds like a dog of the week. We'll just leave it. <laughs> yeah, we, we don't <laughs> need to know been... about multiplications of rabbits. But no, let's, no. Let's move yeah, on this to Fibonacci. This is Fibonacci. not a, a show like about Fibonacci. animal husbandry. <laughs> we're, we're not into that so much. But uh, oh. anyway, if you use these numbers and you apply them to past returns, it supposedly gives you levels of resistance right. and levels of support. Right. Support meaning when it goes down a certain level, once it hits that number, then it should rebound. If it goes through that number, then the algorithm says sell like crazy. Right. You remember the flash crash? I do. Yep. The flash yep. crash is arguably caused by some of that. Yeah. So they use it a lot, which means that the market tends to do exactly what the algorithm that's loaded into it right. is going to show. So I won't throw too many rocks at, at the uh, the use of the Fibonacci uh, retracements and, and those sorts of things. Uh, I other, can't believe you pulled that word. I can't believe you said that. But can you spell it, though? <laughs> no. Uh, you can. Uh, you want it? No. <laughs> okay. All right. Don't uh, hate, man. You, you no, call me boring, I know, I mean, and then you ask me no. questions. I get more boring. This is the way it works. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is good sleeping for a Saturday morning, right? Uh, all right. So uh, the other thing that I will say is, as I have seen some benefit to looking at a moving average convergence divergence, which is basically shows you <coughs> when, a my stock, <laughs> when a stock moves in a certain direction right. or the market overall yeah. moves in a certain direction, sure. you can tell that the next step is likely to be down. If it, if it crosses over, it's like a... a 29-day right. moving right. average and the 7-day moving average. Right. You track those together. 
when the the short term crosses over the long term line, then you assume that it's going to be negative. So that's one timing source. Is that electronic trading though, when they're triggering? No, uh, I mean, they're, no, uh, not not so much in that case. Okay. Yeah, they're yeah. looking at the chart. You know. Yeah. yeah. They're just watching the chart. It it tracks sentiment. It tracks um, basically momentum. Um, it's another data point for it us. It really is. You know what I mean? So we're doing the fundamental analysis, not trying to tell Troy what he does every day. Right. You do the fundamental analysis. Is this a company? Is this an area of the economy we want to be in? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And are they profitable? Are right. they growing? You, you dig down to the basic specifics of the company itself. We have no interest in doing momentum trading, right. where it's like, hey, the market's going up because of all this, so we'll just go into the market. Right. We're not doing that. Yeah. I mean, now I'm not saying you can't do that. There are people right. who have been somewhat successful at sure. that. But, you know, I mean, you've heard the Elliott Wave theory and, you know, uh, yeah, all, there's, you know there's I mean, come on, there's plenty of them that blow up. Loads but we loads. don't pick winners all the time. Right. It's impossible to pick winners all the time. Yeah. Heck, the S&P 500 can't do it. Right. Right. No, it's, it's absolutely true. So it's true. But at the end of the day, you have to build a portfolio around uh, your risk tolerances, you know? Right. And a lot of times people think of that as a 10 question questionnaire that tells you, oh, I should be an aggressive or moderate. Yeah. Well, it's really not. No. At the end of the day, how are you going to feel when you open up that statement and your portfolio is down sure. 30%, mm-hmm. Or watch 40%. the television and it's saying the right. market's down 5% today, right. which is a, a huge negative move. But right. I, you know, how are you going to react in the moment? And right. to be honest with you, I look at this stuff all the time. In 2007, 2008, I was... Uh, I mean, you have to fight depression almost when you sit and watch money that you're supposed to be watching over move in such uh, significant ways, either to the upside or the downside. It's, it's unsettling. Hold on now. When it's going up, we don't really complain a whole lot. Yeah, but when the, <laughs> when the day before it was down 8% no, and today it's up 6 and, and yeah, you no, sit those and look were bad and think, times. holy cow, yeah. what's what going on? on? I can't really get a grasp on, right. on what's happening. So that's when you really know your risk tolerance, to be honest. But, uh, I mean, Ed, to answer your question, in a short form, no. We don't use technical analysis outside of that moving average convergence divergence. We call it a MACD. We'll look once in a while just to see kind of the sentiment of the market. Are you speaking English? For a time <laughs> to enter the market or exit the market. And that's about it. And yeah. it's usually on an individual stock. So we've done all the fundamental homework and we know that we want to buy something. Is now the perfect time? We might look at that and say yes or no. Right. Yeah. Otherwise, we don't use them. We'll watch them once in a while, but it's it's a secondary thing. As I mean, have said. you had any studies that show that they're – I mean, because to me, you have to pick – you still have to make the decision, the, the right decision twice, when to get in and when to get out. Yeah. Right? No, absolutely. And, and I, I just can't – I just – I know how hard this is. I've been <clears> doing it for 25 years, whatever. Yeah. I, it's not – there's – I mean, no. Yeah, this is obviously if the If you could pick the top and the bottom, to you wouldn't tell anybody. Oh, absolutely. Right? If I right. knew when the bottom was, I would not be doing this radio show. Right. You'd I'd be, be on a big old boat in the Bahamas. That's right. With all you know? your money. Right. Yep. Well, I wouldn't be there now. I'd probably be <laughs> North <laughs> North Atlantic. <laughs> but normally. Right. No. Yeah. But, uh, you know, here's what I would say. Uh, you know, uh, fundamental uh, analysts, you can find loads and loads of investors that have become billionaires in doing that. Right. I don't know of a billionaire technical analysts. Most of them are on CNBC talking about it in the afternoon. And while it is fun to watch, if you're into that sort of thing, uh, they'll tell you themselves that they picked this because of this particular pattern. And guess what? It didn't work out. Right. 
I mean, it, I mean it's, it happens. It's not foolproof. Yeah. Yeah. And, and well, neither is fundamental analysis. Sometimes right. things happen and kind of make you make you look like a fool. Uh, there's there's no uh, no guard against a, an errant um, manager for right. sure. Right. Things like that happen. Uh, sometimes the market moves against you, uh, and industry might even dry up and blow away. We see that happening some somewhat in retail, you right. know, at a distance. Whether or not mm. it goes totally that way, but uh, you know, basically the answer is, yeah, I don't put a heck of a lot of weight into it. Gotcha. All right, and I'm sure you can listen to other shows that'll feel differently about uh, that. There, there are some that that's all they talk about. <laughs> yeah. 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 But so, uh, anyway. All right. Well, I know we've got like 40 seconds here. So yeah. what, what are we thinking? KSU is going to win this week? What do you think? They lost I, last I'm week. I'm telling you, they did lose last week. But, man, they're, they're a pretty heart. tough team. They're a tough it, uh, team. It's a good it, team. They're fun to watch, for sure. Market going to be up or down, Shauna? Up. Up. Yeah. up. Uh, market's up, man. 74% of the time on an annual basis, the market's up. So why don't we just put all the money in at one time then? It's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I say the market's going to be flat. Wow. Bill. Always. You, you always say flat. <laughs> He's from the flat market society. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Have a good weekend. We'll see you next week. All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decisions and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified professional, such as a tax consultant, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments, It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.